undisclosed location. It's patient zero. This is mixture of variety. Hey everyone, shoe nights again. Well, basically, I'm just here to say a game page. Either way, shout out to Mixture of Variety podcast by my buddy Dan Taub. Pretty cool podcast. Check it out. I did. System overload. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. You are now tuned in to the hottest podcast across the land, the hottest podcast across the globe, and definitely, motherfuckers, definitely the hottest podcast on CastBox Live. Ladies and gentlemen, this is, this is, this is Mixture of Variety. I'm your host, Patient Zero. Give it up one time. Give it up one time. Yes, indeed. Thank you, studio audience. Thank you. I appreciate it. What's going on? What's happening? What's cracking? What's popping, everybody? What's going down? What's going down? What's the Thursday night vibes like? Let me know. 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 It's Thursday, February 4th, 2021, ladies and gentlemen. February 4th. Wow. Can you believe it? So I hope everybody had a good day. Hopefully you guys didn't um, get a little confused or flustered with the technical difficulties that I had. Hopefully it went a little bit smooth. I know it didn't go as smooth as I wanted it to, but it kind of went smooth. But there was nothing but technical difficulties at 9 o'clock. So I had to start a little late. Hopefully you guys didn't notice. (laughs) Problems with CastBox. Every fucking night I have a problem with CastBox. I'm really getting sick of it. 
five minutes into the show, it like resets. It's very strange. And then on my Fire tablet, YouTube was not working. So that was a plus. I had to reset that. But anyway, that's in the past. Because we are here now in the moment. It is 9 p.m. Well, a little past 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Eastern. It is my favorite time of day. Hopefully, it becomes your favorite time of day as well. Especially if you follow us on CastBox. Because then you'll get a notification every single time that we go live. See how that works? Every single time that we go live. And we go live Monday through Thursday. At 9 p.m. Eastern. And I say we because big shouts to my beautiful co-host, my better half, Nikki P, who joins us on Wednesdays and Fridays. Wednesdays is our sex show. Fridays is our YouTube show. I'll get to that in one second. So Monday through Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern. Follow us. And here's the deal. This is a variety show podcast, right? So we talk about anything and everything. We truly do. Instead of just getting a notification at 9 o'clock and being surprised of what the topic is going to be, you might want to know beforehand. Maybe not. Some people do like being surprised. It's all good. Either way. Either way. Either way. Follow us on Instagram and you will see a banner. Every day. Monday through Friday. I also post them on weekends too, just for shits and giggles. but And to promote... You know, whatever shows. But that way, if you follow us on IG, which is at Mixture Variety, the name of the show, it's very simple at Mixture Variety. You'll see a banner every day and you'll know what we're talking about hours before the show. And also, you'll be entertained because we truly do drop some of the hottest, craziest, wildest, out of control, pushing the envelope type banners. We truly do. We just got temporary banned again. I think this is our fourth time we got temporary banned. I don't know how many times we could do that before we get our account, you know, locked or completely deleted. I hope that doesn't happen, obviously. But while we have an IG, I definitely recommend that you go over there and check us out. Speaking of checking us out, Friday is the day, ladies and gentlemen. Meaning tomorrow. Every Friday, Nikki P and I go live, 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 live at 9 p.m. Eastern. Yes, we're still at the 9 p.m. Eastern slot. But we are live, ladies and gentlemen, for our live video podcast on YouTube. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, that's right. Yes, indeed. Now, I make it very easy for you. If you follow us on IG especially, all you have to do is click the link. It's in the bio. I just updated it like an hour ago, actually. It'll take you to tomorrow's show. It'll also take you to the whole page, and you'll see our YouTube page, and you can see all of our other shows as well. Tomorrow will be show number five. We're still newbies when it comes to the video podcast, but we have like over 190 audio podcasts. We've been doing this for a year. Actually, middle of February will be a year, so... 200 fucking shows in a year. I'll take it. You know what I'm saying? I will take it. So definitely, you don't want to miss that. And like I said, 
This is the Variety Show podcast. If you didn't know, now you know. We talk about it all, ladies and gentlemen. Anything from mental health and addiction to having sex with gay midget aliens. Yes, you heard me right. Come on, man. Gay midget aliens. What a show that is. But obviously there's a lot in between, as Nikki P calls them, the in-betweeners. These are the highlighted shows that we talk about, and we have to break down for everybody just in case there's new listeners, which there are new listeners every day. So we have to break down really quick and let you guys know what we're about. These highlighted shows are, I would say, the main topics that we talk about, all right? The main subjects that we bring up and discuss and talk about on our podcast. Podcast. This is what we're about. With 195 shows, obviously we don't just talk about these 10 highlighted topics. But if I was going to list off every single topic that we did and we talked about, we'd be here all night. Not going to do that. So ladies and gentlemen, we talk about mental illness, mental health, addiction, sobriety, recovery, experiences in a halfway house or rehab. LGBT life. Shouts to my LGBTIQA plus PTSD community relationships current events and news sex please don't forget about sex sex is dedicated to wednesday and wednesday is dedicated to sex it is hump day so it's easy to remember sex night our wednesday night sex show is on wednesday night at 9 p.m we broadcast completely butt-ass naked and we want you to bring lube to the show it gets wild it gets crazy it gets raunchy at times but that's why people love it hip-hop we definitely do discuss hip-hop we got some hip-hop playing in the background today. I haven't played Tupac in a, in a minute, so Tupac is playing in the background. You guys can always tell if I'm in a really good mood if I have Tupac in the background. <laughs> now, nah, actually, all the beats that I use, I'm, I'm in a good mood. I'm always in a good mood when I do this show. What am I talking about? Even if we have seven minutes of technical difficulties, you know? Fuck it. Shit happens. Speaking of shit happens, let's take a deep breath and get back to the moment. Okay, I'm scatterbrained. I'm still thinking about technical difficulties, etc., etc. Let's just take a deep breath and bring ourselves back to the moment. When you hear the bell, let's just take a deep breath. Ready? Ah, doesn't that feel good? That's exactly what I needed. Exactly what I needed, ladies and gentlemen. We do touch on mindfulness. We have a lot of mindfulness shows. We sure do. We talk about... DBT sometimes, dialectical behavioral therapy. I love bringing that up because that's all about mindfulness and it's all about different ways to practice mindfulness, different mindfulness exercises, different ways to help you in any situation, coping skills, you know, whatever it is. It doesn't even have to be just mental illness, but just to better your mental health overall. Mental health overall. So definitely go back and check them if you're interested in that. UFOs and aliens, conspiracy theories. Those shows are so much fun. Nikki P says I need a tinfoil hat because I go down the rabbit hole, but it's all good. Random topics and so much more. Tonight would definitely be considered a random topic. We are talking about 55 things you should know about Super Bowl 55. And listen, I am determined. I'm determined. Even with the fucking technical um, difficulties. In the beginning of the show. Even with that. I am determined. To get through all 55. That's right. All 55. 
This is something that's never been done before because I always say that and I always come way short. Like midget porn. I come short. Get it? Okay. So, we got a lot to talk about. And if you guys didn't know, my fucking Buccaneers, my team, the beautiful Bucks. I've been a fan of them since 2004, when I first moved down to Tampa, January 1st, 2004. I've been a fan ever since, a diehard fan, and they have been trash on top of trash. They have been garbage truck juice for years. Getting to the playoffs was almost an impossible mission, and then Tom Brady comes along. I hated Tom Brady when he was on the Pats, right? Tom Brady comes along. And look what happened. Look what fucking happened. He brought my bucks to the fucking Super Bowl. And not only that, the Super Bowl is in Tampa this year. The Super Bowl's in Tampa this year. Basically, if they don't win, if Kansas City wins... And it's in Tampa. That'll be a damn fucking shame. But it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I am ecstatic. I am still. I, I still can't believe it. I just I'm still absolutely in shock. Well, Sunday, I will feel like it actually happened when the game begins. So, really quick, let me just do... Oh, first of all, I was going to say, above all, no matter what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, above all, positive energy and laughs. That's what it's about. Positive energy and laughs. That's what we're about. That's what the podcast is about. That's what you should be about as well. The disclaimer, ladies and gentlemen, if you are hypersensitive or get butt hurt easy, this podcast is definitely not for you. Sick and twisted dark humor, vulgar, uncensored language, and politically incorrect conversations are just some of the things... And fun. You'll hear on Mixture of Variety, which means listener discretion is definitely advised. Huh? Huh? What up, Granny? I can't hear you. Where's my glasses? What? There she is. What? What? What did you say? Huh? Granny. Ladies and gentlemen, I did say that I have a co-host, and her name is Nikki P. But I forgot to mention that we actually do have another co-host. That's right. The third co-host of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, she goes by the name of Granny. We love Granny. We fucking love Granny. She has Alzheimer's and dementia, and she wilds out all the time. You know, she's definitely a hot mess, but that's why we love her. Um, at first, we realized that she was here all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, she comes all the time. That's what she said. And we loved her just for that. Sometimes we had to even had a shoo her away on the weekend because her aide would bring her on the weekend. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, there's no show on the weekend. That's some dedication right there. Even though she really doesn't even know what a podcast is, and she's just in the audience, and I guess she likes the lights in my voice or something like that. But anyway, she's also tatted head to toe. We caught her in the parking lot. This lady's 100 years old. We caught her in the parking lot smoking meth one day, smoking crystal meth, and smoking toad. And this fucking wild out lady comes back to the studio audience and goes back to sleep, which is fucking hysterical. That's right, Granny. I'm talking about you. What did you say? So she smokes. And she's tatted. And she wilds out. 
And you can also see her on our IG banners at Mixture of Variety. If you follow us on IG at Mixture of Variety, you will see banners of her getting tatted, walling out the nursing home, getting drunk wherever she's at. She's always on the banner, so definitely check her out as well. And she has her own page too, but that's coming soon. I can't release that yet. She has her own Instagram page coming soon. Ladies and gentlemen, the last thing I'm going to say about Granny is that one day she came into the studio audience and she was holding a bag the size of her. Big ass bag. We were like, what the fuck is happening? We obviously had to check it because she has Alzheimer's and dementia. We thought maybe she had sundowner syndrome and she was going to take out an AK-47 and just light up the audience. We couldn't let that happen, right? No, of course not. We couldn't let that happen. So we had to check the bag. And ladies and gentlemen, it was a three foot dildo. Yep, you heard me right. You heard me right. So Nikki P and I laughed for about 11 and a half minutes, and we knew then that she had to be a co-host. She was, she was perfect for the show. Perfect. Bruh. Icing on the cake. Her 100th birthday. Coincided with our 100th show. The stars were aligned that day. Couldn't be better. Had to make her co-host. Fucking love you, Granny. Oh, shit, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we have some breaking news. And the breaking news comes in the form of a segment that we like to call Mini Holidays. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Mini Holidays. Why? Because every day is a holiday. I like turtles. I like turtles. Whatever. Yes, and we do love turtles. That is for Nikki P as well. Let me just tell you this. Ladies and gentlemen, if you made it this far in the show, congratulations. Give yourself a round of applause and pat yourself on the back. You made it this far. A lot of people don't, but you are officially a mixer. Give it up one time. Give it up one time for yourself. Now, the thing is, we get it. The show is not for everybody. You feel me? Definitely a lot going on. As Granny always says, it's lots to take in. You know, we feel you. We understand. Granny's dildo, having sex with gay midget aliens. The disclaimer alone scares people off. Me sipping my tea like that, you know, it is what it is. But anyway, welcome to the second segment of the show. This is everybody's favorite segment of the show. This is Mini Holidays. Oh, shit. Here we go again. Oh, fuck. I can't believe you've done this. Ain't nobody got time for that. We got time for it, motherfuckers. Actually, we got a little time for it because we're definitely behind schedule because of the technical difficulties earlier. Fuck you, CastBox, and fuck you, YouTube. But anyway... Let's just keep it moving. Basically here at Mixture Variety, we believe that every day should be a holiday or celebrate it as such. You wake up and you have all this shit in your head and you have this going on and this going on. Don't be negative. Just realize that there's somebody that has it a million times worse than you. Okay? Basically, just be grateful for the people and the things in your life instead of being envious, jealous, resentful for the people and the things that are not in your life. You'll have a zen life. Your life will be zen, peaceful, tranquil, relaxed. Okay? With that being said, we do many holidays because it's hilarious. Every single day, there's something celebrated. And I say something because they're so fucking random. And that's why we love them. Nikki P and I never look at these ahead of time because that would be whack. Sometimes it's a food. Sometimes it's a religious thing. Sometimes it's a history thing. Sometimes it's like they just put words together. And it's fucking hilarious. 
So hopefully I built it up enough and let's see what we got for February 4th, 2021. Just the itch. It's HM. My bad. I can't even talk. I'm having a stroke. It is National Create a Vacuum Day, ladies and gentlemen. Did you know that? You probably did already. You guys probably did already create a vacuum. Hopefully you did. It's National Create a Vacuum Day. This is what I'm talking about. This is why I love this fucking shit. National Hemp Day. National Hemp Day. You could take that how you want to take it. You know what I mean? Like hemp-like clothing or hemp-like marijuana. You know, whatever, whatever. Whatever, whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter, though, because it's also National Homemade Soup Day. National Homemade Soup Day. It's definitely the season for that. Absolutely. Although today in New York, it wasn't actually too bad. It was like 40 and sunny. I was like, oh, shit. Global warming. This is fucking beautiful. We had a blizzard two days ago, and now this. I'll take it. That's pretty sad when you say 40 degrees is nice. It's like, fuck, man. Let's get to the spring already. National Quacker Day. National Quacker Day. It's actually showing a bunch of those little rubber duckies with uh, hats on. So basically the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I want to celebrate it right now. <laughs> I really want to celebrate that. That's fucking awesome. National Stuffed Mushroom Day. National Stuffed Mushroom Day. I gotta be in the mood. You know what I'm saying? I gotta be in the mood. National Sweater Day. National Sweater Day. I just wear hoodies. But if you're wearing a sweater, and a lot of people are, shouts to you because you have celebrated it. National Thank a Mailman Day. National Thank a Mailman Day. Did you do that today? Probably not. Rosa Parks Day. All right. That's a big one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Perfect for uh, Black History Month or any history month, any day of the year. Doesn't matter. Shouts to Rosa Parks. Torture. Torture Day? Torture Abolition Day. Okay. So, like, you don't want to. <laughs> you want to try to stop the torture from happening. Okay. That's. Very traumatizing. The picture that they're showing is a foot in a clamp. I don't, I don't, I just, I, I just, I don't know what's happening. USO Day. USO Day. Couldn't even tell you what that stands for. No fucking idea. And last but not least, let's end it off with a bang. <laughs> we try to every day. Last but not least, it's World Cancer Day. We tried. We tried to end it with like a bang, with a bang, but we could not. Anyway, that is Bitty Holidays for February 4th. Give it up one time. Give it up one time. All right. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, I am going to go through all 50 of these motherfuckers. 55, I'm sorry. All 55 of these motherfuckers. Because we must... Tactical difficulties in the beginning of the show will not stop me. We are going hard. We're going to do this. We're going hard. That's what she said.
Alright, so like I said earlier, the Tampa Bay Bucks are my fucking team since 2004. So, and everybody knows that, like, around me. I'm not, like, one of those people that just, like, hop on the bandwagon. I mean, honestly, if you think about it, who the fuck would hop on the bandwagon of, of the fucking Bucks? Well, maybe some people that like Tom Brady. That's a possibility. Like, as soon as Tom Brady went to the Bucks, and everybody like, oh, I'm a, I'm a Bucks fan. No, fuck that. I've been a Bucks fan since they've been garbage truck juice for the last 17 years. They won a Super Bowl in 02, 03, something like that. I forgot. Long time. No, 02, I believe. It's a long fucking time. Long fucking time to be garbage truck juice and be an embarrassment watching them on TV. And going to anger management to deal with the losses. And the games where they play like um like junior high kids. Alright. So with that being said, here are fifty-five things that you should know about Super Bowl fifty-five. First of all, it's Kansas City Chiefs versus Tampa Bay Bucks, in case you didn't know. Marking the first time that the two teams have squared off in the Super Bowl. Well, no shit. The amazing thing is that the Super Bowl is in Tampa. You know, like the NFL people that coordinate that, they pick a place every year. So they picked the place way before even the playoffs. They were like, okay, it's going to be in Tampa. And now the fact that the fucking Bucks are there, that's pretty amazing. If it wasn't for COVID, if it wasn't for fucking COVID, that stadium would have been the craziest, the craziest fucking stadium of all time. I think there's going to be some people there. It's probably like 10 G's a seat, but I think it's like every third seat or some, some stupid shit like that. So fucking whack, man. So fucking whack. Chiefs are looking to become just the eighth team in the NFL history to repeat as Super Bowl champions. Yes, they are repeat offenders. The Buccaneers will be making just their second Super Bowl appearance in team history. The last time they made it, they closed in 2002. Yes, I was right. 2002 season with 48 21. Um, 48-21 against the Oakland Raiders. This will be the Chiefs' fourth appearance. Before winning it all in 2019, they fell to the Green Bay Packers in 1966. You guys remember that, right? Granny remembers that. 1966 season during the Super Bowl. Then they won their first title 23-7 against the Vikings. These are just cool little facts to know. You know what I'm saying? Now, are you guys going to watch the Super Bowl? I should have asked that first. Are you guys going to watch the Super Bowl? Do you care about the Super Bowl? Are you one of those people that just watch the Super Bowl no matter who's playing? Like me? If the Bucks weren't playing and they didn't make it to the Super Bowl, of course I would be watching. The Super Bowl is the Super Bowl, you know? A lot of people don't look at it like that anymore. Because of all the stupid shit that's been going on. But I look past all that. 
I just want some entertainment, and it's definitely entertaining. But when it's your team in there, oh my god. I'm getting goosebumps, you know what I mean? Or, are you one of those people that just watch it for the commercials? I know a lot of people like that. I don't want to be sexist, but I know a lot of girls that just watch it for the commercials if they watch it. Like, their boyfriend watches it, and they just want, want to watch the commercials. But I know a lot of guys, too. Like, you know, the commercials are definitely entertaining. Some years better than others. The halftime show I usually don't give a shit about. The weekend is going to be performing. I mean, I'll watch it, but it's like, eh, whatever. Buccaneers quarterback, Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady is making his 10th Super Bowl appearance. Can you guys imagine? He's 43 years old. When they talk about him, on like SportsCenter or during the game, they I, I swear to God, they make it seem like he's 68 years old. Like they make him seem like he's so incredibly old. But 43 obviously is old in NFL. I get it. But it's like, <laughs> he's, he's still got it. Fucking 43, you know what I'm saying? If he was like 53 or something like that, I can see them start talking shit, but... This will be his first outside of New England, obviously, because he's been on New England forever. Um, where he spent the first 20 seasons of his career with the Patriots. And I did despise him when he was on the Patriots. Despise him. And that's what happens in the fucking world of sports. You know, it's just incredible that it's just like, I despise him. I don't know him personally. I don't know his personal life. I don't care about any of that. But I despise him, like, for so many ways. And really just being on the Pats because the Patriots are, like, the worst. You know, the my, my most hated team. And the Patriot fans are, like, the my worst. You know what I mean? Like, just everything is the worst. And then something like this happens. Like, when I found out over the summer that he was coming to Tampa... I had to I had to wear a diaper actually at that time like like a physical like a real diaper cuz I couldn't contain myself for the next few days Brady who already owns an NFL record 6 Super Bowl rings that's the record this is going to be 7 motherfuckers yeah yeah this is going to be 7 I feel it I feel it in the air will become the first player to ever win seven NFL champ. The first player ever. Yo, this is big for him. This is fucking big for him. This is not some... I mean, people gotta... I know the Bucks want this really bad because they haven't in so long and they just... The fact that they even got a chance to, be to, the, to go to the Super Bowl. But it can't just be him. Like, Brock got to step up, and Evans got to step up, and everybody got to step up and be the best that they can possibly be. If he's throwing you something, and it's, like, within the vicinity, you cannot miss it. You just can't in the Super Bowl. Kansas City quarterback Patrick Mahomes, who won Super Bowl MVP, in the Chiefs last title is looking to become the youngest quarterback in NFL history to win multiple Super Bowls. 
He won in 2019 at age 24 and is looking to do it again at 25. So this is basically like old versus young. That's all they're going to say. That's all they're going to be saying for, you know, all of Sunday. The youngest quarterback versus the oldest. Is he the oldest? 43? Yeah, I think he's tied with Drew Brees. I forgot. If he's the old, if it really is the oldest and the youngest, that's that's pretty fucking amazing. He's looking to do it again at 25. So he's 25. And Brady's 43. <laughs> wow. The Buccaneers are the first, uh, the first team in NFL history to play a Super Bowl in their own stadium. Raymond James Stadium. Their home since 1998. Has hosted two Super Bowls before, 2000 and 2008. I do remember that. I remember the Super Bowl in 2008. I was in I was in Tampa. I was living in Tampa. That was pretty incredible. Fun time. Fun time. This will be the 17th Super Bowl hosted in Florida. The city of Tampa will be hosting its fifth this year, while Miami and Jacksonville also held a big game. In previous seasons. I mean, they really do that for the fans, right? Pre-COVID. They want people to come out. It's going to be like nice weather and stuff like that. Because, I mean, all year they play and it's like 10 degrees and snowing and, you know, all this shit. I guess it's more for the fans. Super Bowl 55 is scheduled to kick off at 6.30. You can stream it at um, CBS Sports, if you didn't know that. The Chiefs are slight favorites to win. I guess they're talking about, like, Vegas. More technical difficulties as the music just stops for no reason. All right. Let's try this. Wow. Interesting, interesting. Yep, sorry about that, guys. Uh, let's see. Kansas City got to the Super Bowl by winning a franchise record. 14 games in the regular season. The Buccaneers got the Super Bowl by going... 11 and 5 in the regular season. I think they won like their last seven, six or seven games. Uh, Andy Reid and Bruce Arians have only coached two games against each other, with each claiming one win. Both games were three point contests. This would be Arians' first Super Bowl appearance as head coach. Reed will be making his fifth Super Bowl appearance and third as head coach. He won with Packers in 1996. Um, sorry, guys. 
Still fucking with this fucking thing. This is crazy, bruh. Interesting. Never seen that before. All right. Mm hmm. Uh, Reed will be making his fifth Super Bowl appearance. I think I said that already. Both teams. QBs ranked in the top five in the league in passing yards and touchdowns in 2020. Both Brady and Mahomes ranked in the top three in passing yards per game, with Brady averaging 289.6 and Mahomes a- averaging 316. Very close, very close. Okay, I think we're back in business. What the fuck was that? Very interesting. Sorry about that, guys. This has just been a technical nightmare today. Since the beginning of the show, this is the second time YouTube fucked up. CastBox fucked up twice. Everything's fucking up. But I said I'm dedicated to go through all these. Both QBs also hold impressive conference championship records. Brady has appeared in 14 different AFC or NFC titles, winning 10 of them. Mahomes, meanwhile, Mahomes, meanwhile, has appeared in three straight, uh, winning his last two. The offensive bread and butter for both teams, as you may guess, is throwing the ball. Reed was long. Reed has long been one of the most pass-oriented coaches in the NFL. I feel like that's the most exciting part of watching football. You know, every now and then you'll get a really good run, but for the most part, runs are just whack and boring, and you just know what's going to happen. You know, if you find somebody that really, like, just cut through the hole, you know what I'm saying, and ran for, like, 20 yards, okay, that's pretty exciting. Or somebody like hands off, like a double handoff, and you're you're like running to the side, and you spin and jump over somebody, and you keep running. You know that's pretty exciting. I know that's all part of the game and shit like that, but definitely a lot more exciting if you're gonna throw like a bomb, if you're gonna throw like a long pass, and just you know see what happens, or hopefully something good happens if it's your team. There are combined 16 career Pro Bowls honors between the Bucks and Chiefs. Top wide receiver, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, my man, and Tyree Kill. Tight end Travis Kelsey is the Chiefs' deadliest weapon outside of Hill. At 31, he went off for a career. 105 catches, 1,416 yards, and 11 touchdowns this season. That's pretty amazing. The Bucks tend to spend... Nope, I can't read. The Bucks tend to spread 
the ball around more. Though Mike Evans led the team with 70 catches for 1,006 yards and 13 scores, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, Scott, Scotty Miller, and tight end Rob, um, Rob Gronkowski, Gronk, all posted at least 50 targets, 30 catches, and 48 receiving yards. Their receiving game is on point. You know what I mean? Like, I love watching any of that. Um, especially Mike Evans, though. He's he's incredible to watch. Scotty Miller might be one of the underrated X-Factors in the Super Bowl. The second-year man is just 5 feet 9 and under 180 pounds, but has been one of Tom Brady's top deep play targets, averaging 15.2 yards per catch. Speaking of big plays, no one hits on them quite like the Chiefs, whereas Kansas City isn't always the most methodical. It can also it can almost never be counted out of scoring in a hurry. With Kelsey, Hill, and fellow catcher, fellow pass catcher, Nicole Hardman, all averaging more than 13 yards per reception. Neither team boosts a hundred hundred. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. Neither team boosts a one thousand yard rusher with Ronald Jones and Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, leading the Bucks and Chiefs on the ground. Tampa utilizes more of a committee approach with Leonard Fournette chipping along Jones, while Kansas City tends to prioritize Edwards Hilaire with Levon Bell serving a minimum role. Defense is neither team's specialty. That is a fact. Both the Bucks and Chiefs have been vulnerable all year. But they have their perks. Kansas City under coordinator Steve Spagalulo. Sorry, butchered that name. Boosts a major interior presence in Chris Jones and a savvy patrolman in Tyron Matthew. And Tampa Bay under Todd Bowles has proven a pass rush with Jason Pierre-Paul and Shaquille Barrett. At 43, Brady will be making his third Super Bowl start since turning 40. No other quarterback has ever made it to the big game in his 40s. Wow. Let's just let me let me sip some tea for that one. Let me say that again for the people in the back. No other quarterback has ever made it to the big game in his 40s. Wow. This this whole Super Bowl is going down in history, ladies and gentlemen, in so many ways. It's just it's going down in history. And especially when the fucking Bucks win, then that'll be history on top of history. And Patient Zero, your boy Patient Zero, will be the happiest motherfucker ever. I swear, if it wasn't for this, like, COVID bullshit, and I don't even know how the seating arrangements are going to be, I would fly down to Tampa in a second. I know people in Tampa, you know, still, or whatever, I would fly down there, 
and go to the fucking game. I would have nosebleed seats. I'm not gonna pay ten grand a seat. But can you imagine? Can you imagine? Oh my god, I can't imagine. This will be Brady's fifth Super Bowl appearance in seven years. He's three and one in the first four. For his career, Brady is six and three in Super Bowl appearances. Brady's matchup with Mahomes marks the first time the previous two Super Bowl winnings QBs face off in the next Super Bowl. Brady won in 2018 as the Patriots beat the Rams. I remember that game. Mahomes and the Chiefs topped the 49ers in 2019. I remember that. Not too long ago. Both Brady and Mahomes will be vying for another Super Bowl MVP. Of course. Mahomes won the award during the first Super Bowl win in 2019, while Brady has claimed the award four times in 2001, 2003, 2014, and 2016, ladies and gentlemen. Super Bowl 55 will be the first title game featuring just one team that entered the playoffs with the first round bye since 2013. The last seven Super Bowl, the last seven Super Bowls saw both contenders finish as a top seed, top two seed in their conference. The Chiefs enter as an unofficial standard bearer, bearer for the AFC over the half decade over the, the past half decade they've won double digit games in six straight seasons and seven of the past eight that's pretty amazing since Reed became coach in 2013 unlike the Chiefs the Bucks have been far from a playoff main mainstay as of late they their current playoff run is their first in 13 years all right so that's what i'm talking about this is why it's so big you know this is why it's so big i also feel like it's destined to be this is destiny this is fate the fact that they picked tampa bay raymond james stadium and that's where it's going to be at this is this is fate this is meant to happen tom brady is not going to take it this far just to blow it now in tampa not going to happen but do you understand what I'm talking about as far as, like, it's so hard to be a fan? They were trash, 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 on top of trash. Garbage truck, juice. And they did not even make it to the fucking playoffs in 13 years. <laughs> From 2008... 2019. They hadn't won a postseason game since 2002. The last time they did is when they went to the Super Bowl. Alright, so that says a lot too because they're going to have a repeat of exactly that. Bruce Arians had had somewhat of an unconventional route to the Super Bowl. He didn't become head coach until age 60. When he took over the Colts for a rehabilitating Chuck Pacano. Pagano, winning coach of the year in the process. He then spent 2013, 2017 running the Cardinals, going as far as the NFC Championship game before a one-year retirement. Brady, of course, is the best known for his 20-year career with the Patriots, of course. Boo, right? 
with whom he won six titles, earned 14 Pro Bowls selections, and cemented a Hall of Fame legacy. He signed with the Buccaneers as the headliner of Arians' win-now overhaul in March on a two-year contract. Well, obviously, I think by now he's already going to – I mean, you know, who even knows? He'll probably retire after that. I'm sure after this year and next year, the two-year contract, I'm sure he'll retire. But Excuse me, but he's got to get that one. He's made it this far, and he brought the team. He's got to do it. This has just got to happen. This has got to happen. After 53 years of Super Bowls that featured at most only one team with red as a primary uniform color, Super Bowl 55 marked the second straight championship in which both teams primarily wear red. Don't get the teams mixed up. (laughs) Yeah, I was definitely thinking about that too. There's a lot of red on uh, Raymond James Stadium, so the stadium's going to be red. And both uniforms, both teams' uniforms are going to be red. Going to be a lot of red. The Chiefs heavily outweigh the Bucks in 2020 Pro Bowlers, 7-1. to one. Tampa Bay is represented by pass rusher Jason Pierre-Paul with linebackers Devin White and Levante David. Deemed second team, all pros. KC, meanwhile, saw Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis uh, Kelsey, Left tackle Eric Fisher, defensive defensive end Frank Clark, defensive tackle Chris Jones, and Tyron Matthew voted in. Okay, fantastic. Fisher, who charged, who was charged with protecting Mahomes' blindside, will miss the Super Bowl with the torn Achilles suffered in the AFC title game. He'll likely be replaced by veteran reserve Mike. Ramirez. You guys hear the story? It might even be on this because we still have 15 left to go. Did you guys hear the story about like um, Mahomes and a couple other players? They went to go get a haircut last Sunday and the barber was like all over them. I guess that he was wearing a mask or, you know, I don't know if they were both wearing masks, but at least the barber was wearing a mask. And they were just getting some haircuts. Come to find out Monday, the barber tests positive for COVID. Now, All the Kansas City Chiefs, I'm sure at this point they're they're testing for COVID every day. But anyway, they got tested and they were all fine. Nobody had nobody had COVID. I mean, it takes <laughs> honestly like it takes more than just a two second. You know, if you're getting a haircut, you're not going to really test positive until like a couple of days later or a week later or something like that, right? When I had COVID, I, I don't even know. I, I I still don't know how the fuck I got it or where I got it from, but. I don't think it was just, you know, as soon as you get it, you, you test and you're, and you're and you're positive. I think it takes a couple of days. But anyway, can you imagine that? Like, that would that would be the first time in history. I guess with COVID, there's a lot of firsts in history this, this past year. But that would probably be the first in history that they would postpone the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? They were, they were, what would they do? Half the team has COVID. What would they do? They really have to postpone it. That's fucking nuts. Just to even think about that. Luckily, they're okay. Hopefully, they stay okay and there's no problem. <laughs> the Chiefs are also expected to be without their starting right tackle. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Mitchell Swartz, the 2018 All-Pro, 
and Super Bowl, what, 54? Starter, who's still recovering from back injury. The Buccaneers went 5-3 and three at Raymond James Stadium, the site of the game this season. The Chiefs went 8-0 and oh on the road. Wow. Goddamn. Arian, 68, has already insisted he won't retire regardless of how the Super Bowl ends. Joking with reporters, he said, going for two. All right. I like how you think, bro. Steve Spagnuolo, the Chiefs defensive coordinator, has storied, has a storied history scheming against Tom Brady. In 2017, <laughs> nope, in 2007, as coordinator for the New York Giants, he helped Big Blue stifle Brady and the Patriots for an unforgettable Super Bowl upset. I do remember that. That was insane. That was probably the the greatest Super Bowl I've ever seen in my life. The Giants versus the Patriots. And uh, Eli, Eli fucking pulled it off. Eli Payton. I, that, was, that was the most exciting. Oh my god, what a thrill. With the amount that I with the amount of hate that I have towards the Patriots and the Patriots fans and talking shit and all that stuff. I'm not a Giants fan, but I'm from New York. So obviously I was going for the Giants. And the Pats are from Boston. So it's the same it's the same rival like the Boston Red Sox and the Yankees. It was that kind of rival. So it was like a it was a big deal. But everybody had their money on the Patriots. And the Giants pulled that shit off. The last time the Bucks and Chiefs met was week 12 of this season, November 19th. The Chiefs went out big early, taking a 17-0 lead as Tyreek Hill exploded past the Tampa Bay Bucks secondary. But the Bucks pulled within three in the fourth quarter thanks to some of Brady's own magic. Ultimately... Andy Reid and company sealed the victory 27-24. I remember that game. Limited seating amid COVID-19 restrictions could skyrocket ticket prices to record heights. Already, CBS has revealed that its ad inventory for the big game is virtually sold out. Well, obviously, that's not news. That's not a surprise. The Buccaneers have not lost... The Buccaneers have not lost since the November 29th meeting with the Chiefs. So that's kind of crazy. I think it was like six, seven games that they won straight through. Um, but the last one that they did lose was from the Chiefs. That's kind of crazy. Before their regular season. Bye. They've won seven straight answering the Super Bowl. There you go. <laughs> Including the playoffs. Because backup quarterbacks have played a relatively predominant role in the postseason so far, you'll want to know the Bucks and Chiefs emergency signal callers. Chad Henney is the number two to Mahomes, and Blaine Gabbitt backs up Tom Brady. Both reserves are former AFC starters, with Henny once 
Manning, the Dolphins, and both uh, vets once playing for the Jaguars. Brady will try to become the only quarterback other than Peyton Manning to, Manning to win a Super Bowl for multiple fr franchises. Now, see, that's another thing going down in history. So much is going down in history if fucking Bucks win. Especially for Brady. The NFL will permit 22,000 fans at the stadium. Okay, I mean, I guess that's not too bad. Including the 7,500 healthcare workers vac vaccinated for COVID-19. That's roughly one-third the typical, typical capacity of Raymond James Stadium. Alright, so one-third? That's actually better than I thought. That is better than I thought. But I guess that would be one-third if, if it's skipping every third seat, right? Because that's what I said. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. They'll figure it out. I'm sure they're, they're, the fans are going to be fucking wild. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Carl Schaefer's will referee the game as a part of a crew featuring Sarah Thomas, who becomes the first woman of the... Uh, the... Nope. The first woman to officiate a Super Bowl. Wow, look at that. I saw her in a couple games. I mean, she seemed alright. You know what I mean? It is what it is. It's about time something like that happened, I guess. Who fucking cares, really? <laughs> alright, we're almost done here, ladies and gentlemen. Three-time Grammy Award-winning artist of the weekend, a staple of contemporary pop and R&B, will headline the Super Bowl 55 halftime show. All right, I'm I'm really not a fan. I mean, it is what it is. It's always it's always cool to watch, though. It's always interesting. It is always interesting where you see like um. I don't know. It's always interesting. Um, R&B artist Jasmine Sullivan will join country singer Eric Church for a debut of the national anthem before kickoff. All right, all right. A special pregame coin toss will feature poet Amanda Gorman, who recited her work at the presidential inauguration. Yes, I saw that girl. She was amazing. And that speech was amazing. Her poem was amazing. Educator... Tremaine Davis, nurse manager Susie Dorman, nope, Dorner, and Marine veteran James Martin. Alright, so it's going to be a star-studded event, ladies and gentlemen, you already know. Jim Nates, uh, Tony Romo, he was the Cowboys um, quarterback forever, Tracy Wolfson, and Jay... Freely, Feely, will be on call for the CBS broadcast. Okay. All right, all right. Last but not least, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go off, hopefully, with a bang. This is 55. We went through 55 things that you should know for Super Bowl 55. Number 55, you'll find nonstop coverage of Super Bowl 55, both before, during, and after the championship right here. <laughs> right here, not 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 on this podcast, on CBSSports.com and CBS Sports HQ, our free twenty four seven streaming network. 
So obviously, if you don't want to watch it online or anything, it's obviously going to be on CBS. Everybody has CBS. I don't even think you have to have a cable package to have CBS. Like, everybody has um, CBS. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. We went through them all. 55 things you should know about Super Bowl 55. Give it up one time. Give it up one time. Are you guys going to watch after all that? I hope you do. You know I am. Shouts to my beloved Bucks. We're going to do this shit. We're going to do this shit. Sunday is going to be fucking huge. It's going to be an all-day event for me. It's all about me. <laughs> now it's going to be a great day, hopefully. And for right now, we're just going to keep it in the moment and keep it for this evening. And you guys uh, have a wonderful evening. And... A wonderful day tomorrow as well but don't don't forget don't forget ladies and gentlemen tomorrow 9 p.m eastern on youtube will be our live video podcast episode number five this one is called family business you do not want to miss it nikki p joins me of course and it is video which is so much different than audio and you can catch us on YouTube. All you have to do is type in Mixture Variety Podcast on YouTube. Open YouTube and type in Mixture Variety Podcast. Or if you're lazy, just Mixture Variety. Either way, it'll pop up. And our channel will pop up. And all our past episodes will pop up. But either way, to catch the show live, it's going to be tomorrow at 9 p.m. Follow us on IG as well. You will see the craziest banners of your life. And you will know what we're talking about hours before the show. Instead of just getting a notification on CastBox which will tell you exactly at 9 o'clock when we go live. By the way, follow us on CastBox, please. That'll be cool, too. Easy way to share the show. Share the show. Spread the word of the show like COVID-19. Spread it like a prostitute's legs. Just spread the word. Just tell one other person to listen to this fucking podcast, and we will be happy. And we love you guys so much for listening. And remember, we also go live Monday through Thursday, 9 p.m. on CastBox. Don't forget that. We'll see you tomorrow on YouTube. On IG, our link will be in the bio. Ladies and gentlemen, the link will be in the bio. It's as simple as that. Follow us on IG and you will see the link and click it. Or you can just go to YouTube and type in what? Mixture of Variety Podcast. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Shouts to It's HM. Everybody that popped in and out. I mean, I don't know how many people are really interested in the Super Bowl. Maybe... Maybe not, but hopefully they'll listen to the show before the Super Bowl. You have 72 hours to do so. This is your boy and your host, Patient Zero, signing out for the evening. You guys have a great night. Deuces! All good things must come to an end. Shows